Yo, Spill, what's going on? What is up? Happy recording day. Um, wow, what are we? Um, a, a week, three days from Christmas. Something like that. Yeah, we're, we're, we're getting down. It doesn't really feel Christmassy for me. I don't know if that feels like for you, but like it doesn't feel like Christmas is going to be like in a week and a half. Well, like by the time this out on Thursday, it'll be like three days. Like two. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's been getting like that. The older I get, though, it doesn't feel as Christmassy. And then, like, also today, it's like degrees in Ohio. And I'm like, hmm, this is like weird. Yeah. But um, yeah. And like, I didn't really decorate this year. So also, the older I get, the lazier I am. And like, my thing is like, the Christmas decorations. I love when people's houses are all out. Like my younger brother is like obsessed with Christmas. He, every single room has like a whole bunch of like knickknacks and like, he's got like four Christmas trees or like Damn. Christmas. Yeah. These Christmas like rotate, like they turn, they're like $700 trees. Yeah. And they have like, um, yeah. Some of them have like, like this one. He's like, Oh yeah. The frost was sprayed on this one. It's like some certain like, Oh my fucking God, dude, like love, love it for it. you. But yeah, I'm just like, I like sit there and I'm like, oh, wow, this looks so nice. And then instantly I'm like, holy fuck, all that shit you have to put away. Yeah, like a place to like store it and like, I don't want to fucking do that. Right. So my house has um, one tree. It's three feet tall. There's no ornaments on it. There's only white on it. And I went and got some, um, I don't know, like stuffing or fl- the shit that you put in your bikini bra to make your boobs look bigger yeah <laughs> i got a big bag of it. oh cool this is like dual usage for when i compete mm-hmm. next and i just around the tree because i don't have a tree skirt either and i was like oh look oh, fabulous done damn <laughs> that's my decoration that's wild yeah, so i don't like, even have a tree so you're you're better than me oh you're the grinch no i'm not a grinch it's just i have a bad time storing stuff like you and especially when i know that eric and i were like not planning on this house being our forever house like i don't want to accumulate like fucking shit for christmas ornaments christmas tree all that bullshit like i just don't want to keep it anywhere because like in charleston we can't store it in the attic yeah i mean you know i'm a basement there also like would you get a real tree or a fake tree we we get it i always forget yeah, we yeah. get a fake tree because the water can kill the cats. Oh no, shit! Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the trees release have they have some spores and that bacteria that grows in the water. Um, if cats and even dogs, if they drink it, their kidneys can fail. No shit! I don't think people know that. I've never even heard. Of that. Yeah, my friends, my best friend's cat. That's what happened to her. Um, the cat Smokey got into the tree water, and every week they have to give it injections for it to keep living. Because the kidneys just don't work. Yeah, it has like no filtration. Oh, yep. My God, that's so fucking sad. I didn't even know that. I knew like poinsettias and like certain plants were like, yeah. Like no one ever talks about a fucking Christmas. Someone needs to put that on a TikTok so like people yeah. can like, get out there. That's why, honestly, I hate getting flowers as presents because like usually they're just death sentences for the cats. It's like most flowers are like poisonous to cats. So it's like, yeah. and they always want to eat it because they're fucking stupid. So like, oh, look, fresh flowers. And then I'll like teeth at it. And I'm like, you will fucking die. Stop. That's so crazy. It's like one of those things. It's like, I, you're allergic to something and you want to eat it so bad. Like you're allergic to cheese and you're just like, I just want to keep eating cheese. 
like you're gonna die <laughs> kind of thing That's um cool. but how was your week anything exciting happened? yes my shit pit got filled the duct work in the crawl space got removed the crawl space became encapsulated and then we got duct work in the crawl space in the new encapsulation which all of that was like $25,000. But what that means is my house is no longer going to mold. It is no longer going to be without heat. And oh, yeah. it is now not going to um, like fall into itself. So it's $25,000 where I get to stay warm. My house stays in one piece and I don't suffer from like a mold allergy. So I am completely blessed and very happy. Do you like watch them when they work or no? Um, it's all down below, so I can't really see them doing anything. And like Eric's been down there, and it was nasty. Like he's like there was like a rat corpse and like possums. So I'm like I don't need to see that. I'm so fascinated by that stuff. I always tell myself when I retire, which I don't know like why, just after I retire from life, um, I want to do the construction. Like I love that shit. Like go. I just like digging and dirt and machines. So I was like, if that was me, I'd be like out there watching them just like so intrigued which is funny but we actually had some to take care of this week our um some pump caught on fire the night so you literally had a shit storm a shit fire yeah so like it was like raining here or anything i don't know if it just got like overheated but the guy that came in replaced it said it was like really shit quality one and like they don't really last the one that we had so we got like a, a better improved one but yeah um thank god alex was like sitting down the whole basement was like smoked out i was sleeping it was like fucking 30 at night um yeah so the whole thing and it's like in water so like it wasn't i mean essentially like it caught up but it was like put out but all the smoke that it produced like filled the entire basement like our house was smelled so bad for like three fucking days i was like oh god like i couldn't even and then i was like so worried because the next day it was supposed to rain in the evening and I was like oh my god my basement has flooded before this doesn't get fixed like tomorrow morning the flood like and I was like oh my gosh so we found this great company um the guy literally like we called him in the morning the guy was here by like 8 30 yeah like great I was like we are so fucking lucky so I'm spending not nearly as much as you did but you know a pretty penny to get that installed and fixed. Um, he did a really good job and we haven't had any issues, but I was like, well, um, God, don't want my house to burn down right now. Well, yeah, but blessings all around though, because like everything happens for a reason and it's like, at least you caught it before like something mm -hmm. even worse happened. I know. Or like we weren't home or something like that to catch it. Yeah. yeah. Dude. That would have Wow. But we have kind of a fun episode today about wrapping up 2023 with a bow and opening 2024 with excitement. I like that title, Ash. Oh, thanks. I know. I was like walking on my treadmill this morning and I was just like, I actually wrapped some gifts yesterday. So that's probably why I was like, oh, I got the perfect for this one. <laughs> I like it. I like, are you good at gift wrapping or are you just like bad at it? Oh, so good. So I'm good. not even trying to like brag. Not even trying to brag, but like my OCD, like it's bad. Like, and I was thinking about this the other day, actually, when I was wrapping, I was like, the key to getting, excuse me, like the perfect wrapping is like, you have to have the size paper. That's the thing. If you have shit paper, you're going to have shit folds and shit corners. And it's just downhill from yep. there. Yep. yep. I'm very, very particular about the wrapping paper that I use. And I'm like kind of one of those, I'm at the store, like I'll open up the corner so I can feel it. You gotta feel it. it. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. no, for sure. It makes the world of a difference. Yeah. So I cannot like stand when paper is like shitty and I have to wrap it. But yeah, so okay, I'm pretty good at it. Um, I can make my own booze, things like that. So um, yeah. I, and, like, I, yeah. Joy, like it's soothing. It's kind of like a, you're doing something with your, and it's neat and it's perfect. It's neat. Yes. So you have to have the right scissors, the right tape, the right wrapping paper. You have ribbons, you have bows, and then you have um, different types of fabrics to do like making your own bows and stuff like that. So I'll like go all out too. And then you have like your reds and your golds, your blues and your silvers. And then like, mm -hmm. if you're someone that like, likes animals, you have like the cat or the dog wrapping paper, but like, it needs to be color coordinated. Like I can't do blues and greens. Reds and greens are even hard for me sometimes, but I like reds and golds or reds and silvers or blues and silvers and blues and whites. Like that for mm -hmm. me, it's so aesthetically pleasing, but like my OCD is like, this is the way. Yeah. I'm, I'm like such a freak too, when it comes down to it. Like I wrap each person's in a different kind of like, so like my younger brother and his fiance get in wrapping paper, my older brother and his girlfriend get the wrapping paper. My parents get the same that. wrapping paper. My boyfriend gets a different wrapping paper. Yeah. So it's like, God, it, like the tag falls off or something. I'm like, oh, everyone has like their own personalized, like, and then like, it's so funny. So like running joke is like, with my family is like that like my younger brother and boyfriend are, are gay together like that's just like the thing that we do so this year we wrapped all of your brother's presents in like hot pink paper <laughs> like not christmas whatsoever there's just like all this like bright hot pink paper i'm like oh my god that's i'm like what if he what if he doesn't even open them but so um that is my my rap extravaganza i love it I love it. Why don't we dive into like the most memorable moment of your fitness journey or your personal life or coaching? Ooh, okay. Well, do you want me to do all three at once or do you want to do like fitness first and go back and forth and then go? Let's do back and forth. I like that. Okay, so my most memorable fitness journey, I guess I should fitness or health because without health, I wouldn't be able to succeed in fitness. So mm -hmm. for me, would be like putting my Hashimoto's in remission. That was probably my most memorable moment. Yeah, this book. Um, tip bump. Oh yeah, yeah, tip bump for sure. Um, would probably be yeah, the biggest one for me was you know bringing my antibodies, watching my inflammation come down, clearing out my gut health um, to get to the point where my body just like started bonding to training and food. Um, so I have to say that was my 2023 biggest fitness and health moment. Mm -hmm. I love that. For me, I don't think I had any like overarching health triumphs where it was like, you know, so fulfilling, like obviously you like kicking Hashimoto's in the fucking cooter. Yeah. Um, but for me, I think what was like memorable, it literally just happened actually the other day. Um, I had a posing session with Kenny and we were tweaking my pose on my right side. And he was like, you know what, let's just switch it to the left and let's see what it looks like. And we switched sides again. And he was like messing around with some things. And he goes, Ashley, holy fuck. Holy fuck, Ashley. Ashley, look at this. And he's like sending me screenshots. And like, I saw my shape for the first time ever. That was like bikini. And I was mm -hmm. like, holy shit. I actually think I can do this. And That's like, awesome. it, it really was. Cause it was like, I don't really care about like the medals and stuff like that. Like, yeah, that's like 
good to achieve and like, yeah, you want to win, but like to have that self-belief where you're like, oh no, I'm in this division. Like I belong. It's a sense of belonging where mm-hmm. all your efforts, all the boxes that you've checked, all the money you have invested, all the time you've invested is paying off. And for me to have that aha moment, that was really special for me to be like, wow, like Kenny, who has like a resume of God knows how many pro athletes, overall wins, whatever, to see him get very excited. Like that for me was just like, cool. That was just really fucking special. Yeah. It was like a very meaningful moment, especially from someone who's like really well known in the industry, like is not someone who's like going to bullshit or blow smoke up your ass. Like, and the fact that like, you know, this is like how many times you've been meeting with him and now it's finally like, he's like, this is it yeah so you know it's like authentic and it's true and like yeah. you've worked your ass off so like it's really cool that makes me so happy for you that you're like finally have like that self-confident belief yeah. that you're like well like especially too because there's times in your past that i know just from being your friend that people have been like even coaches have been like you're not bikini like don't do bikini like, oh yeah i have a troll right now too like so it's like not only past coaches were like oh your your glutes are too boxy feedback from judges you're too small you're too stringy um the the troll that i have in my anonymous q a where it's like you look like a skeleton your posing's atrocious why would anyone believe you like again just like pure pure attacks and it's like although i don't buy into especially the troll it still is cruel it still hurts but at the same time it's like i'm not doing it to prove these people wrong I'm doing them to prove myself right. And so when you have people in your corner that are on your side that are like, hey, this is going to be good. Give it more time. It's like just so I don't even know, like not even relief, but it's like, ah, I can do this, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, it's really cool. It's like super uplifting. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, like you know, trolls and people who are mean, it's not like you them tear you apart but it does create like some sort of like doubt because if you don't already believe in yourself then those things are kind of just like okay yeah like I hear you I see it I get it you know but it's cool so that's that is a huge moment for you so Mm -hmm. our next one is most memorable moments in your personal life though for the year yeah you've had I feel like you've had a ton this year though I feel like I have um I don't know of one that is coming to mind in terms of personal, like, you know, it's not like we bought a house, like we're thinking about buying a second home. So that's pretty big, but we haven't done it yet. I don't know. Can you think of like a big personal goal that I had? Like I got to meet like my best friends. Like that was pretty That's what I was, was going to say. I was going to say like your human connection this year. Yeah. Um, you know, meeting me, meeting Megan, Um, you know, I think those were like very meaningful. And then also too, like, being there for your like stepdad's surprise birthday party. Like, I think that was very mm. meaningful too. Like, I think like, yeah, for you, personal memorable moments would probably be that is up there. Um, trying to think if there was anything else that you did that was like pretty memorable for that. But I would say, yeah, like you, I'm using quite a bit of traveling too with. Yeah, I think honestly, just showing up for people that needed it. Like, I think for me, like, that's special because I've always had a heart for people. And like, when I love, I love, and I'm very ferocious and how I love, and I'm very ferocious and who I love and to be able to have the means and the blessings to travel, even though traveling is difficult and adds its own stress in my life to be able to like, see and meet you, to be able to see Mm -hmm. and meet Meg, like, and to be there for my family during the good and the bad. It's like, 
the fact that I'm able to do that because I remember once upon a time, like we weren't able to have the the finances to be able to zip up, you know, zip up and down as needed. It was just like, I'm sorry, that sucks. I can do a text or a phone call, but to actually be there in person, like that's just so meaningful. So I think that's good. I think it's a good yeah. showing up. Yeah. Like physically showing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Right. Um, for me, yeah, I would say probably meeting you is one of my most moments along with, um, probably having, um, Alex and I finally move in together. Um, as far as like first, yeah, that was a big one. Um, I really actually don't talk about, and here I do, I think a little bit more, but like on social media, I don't, um, actually coming up here like two months. Yeah. Um, we've been together for four years and we finally moved in um, back, yeah, back in April. So, um, that was, that was pretty significant. Um, seeing that like my last time I lived with my significant other was fucking pure horror. So it's been really good. It's been an adjustment. Um, but it's, it's really awesome. Longer do laundry, which is great. Cause he loves to do it. That's fucking fantastic. But yeah, that'd be like, just, um, personal life, like memory from this year would be that and learning how to like live with somebody else and just become like a better in that aspect. I like it. I like it. What about most memorable moment of coaching in 2023? Yeah. So, Ooh, yeah. Good one. Um, I just feel like I have fucking wins. Um, like Amber for you is a huge one. I was going to say probably putting Amber on stage, um, was, I would say it's probably my biggest, that's actually mine first big in coaching, um, memory too. She had, um, placed the best. Um, she did really well. We had a really smooth, pro- um, she's going to, if she listens to this, she's like, it was not fucking hard. I know, but, <laughs> uh, I'm like, as far as like every tweak we made, her body responded relatively sure. well. Um, I learned a lot or learned a lot with peaking. So I think that was like my biggest coaching moment was getting her on stage, being in a different time while putting her on stage. Um, and then just outcome that we did with her was really fantastic Mm -hmm. that's incredible no I love that I love that I think for Mm -hmm. me obviously I had my first athlete on stage and it was just Mm -hmm. it was a rescue prep you know so it wasn't like she really came in on in staged level conditioning and even though like she didn't sign with me afterward like it was still rewarding to be able to like you know, be a part of her journey for, you know, the six, seven weeks that I was able to work with her. But really, I think the biggest win for me was just like the opportunity to grow as a coach. And like, I hate talking about it in terms of like dollars and figures. Um, But like, you know, as a coach, like your first year in business is like, I'd say one of the most difficult and I'm in year three now. So like my first year in coaching, I think I made like 250 bucks. And then like the second year was like, you know, 2,500. And then like this year it was like 36,000. So it's like to be able to like know that I'm helping more people. Like I am just thrilled. I'm thrilled that I've worked so hard to make my dream a reality. I am thrilled and blessed that people actually trust me with their health and their, their fitness goals. I'm thrilled that I'm able to create this community with my athletes and the athletes that want to work with me. And I'm thrilled that I'm able to continue to invest, you know, the money into continuing education. So that way I can continue to service my people and show up for them. And like that for me is just like so fucking rewarding because like, I feel like I'm making a difference and I feel like what I'm doing is mattering. And like, I love that. I fucking love that. 
yeah, no, like that's like a lot of growth for you, um, which is awesome, which is significant. Like, you know, like putting numbers on things always like the most ideal, but like in that aspect of like showing growth that you have done is, is remarkable. And it's huge, like leaps and bounds within just three years, which is awesome. Right. Um, so I think that's good. And just like now I do just like, you have like the more, more like confidence, more understanding, more, um, you know, ability and trust with, with the, the people that want to work with you. So that's really right. awesome. And I know, um, we'll get into like next, what our goals are and stuff, but like you're, um, yeah, you have a lot of big goals for your, your company and, and coaching for your next year. Um, yeah, and that's our- the thing. It's literally just me. Like, I'm not on a team or anything like that. So it's just like the fact that I've been able to do this because I've been making the right investments and having the right support structure. It's just been like, it, it's made all the difference in the world. Oh, my God. It's so cool when you do it. On- yeah, like I think about, I was actually just thinking about that when you were telling stories. Like, so last month, November was um, me full-time is coaching for completely like not doing, I mean, yeah, I still work my nursing shifts, but I don't time nursing anymore. I mean, just like, yeah, like the growth of like doing it all on your own is like really, really rewarding. And it's, I mean, I don't want to like toot our own horns, but I think it's a little bit hard to start from the ground up and don't have that guidance. Hmm. Um, So it's, it's, I don't know, maybe it's a little bit more meaningful, but still it's pretty awesome. Um, So our last one for 2023, what do you think the biggest lesson you learned was this year? Could be about yourself, could be about anything. Like what was something that you like learned that was like important that was like, or like made like a change on how you do. I think for me, it was the biggest shift in my mentality when it comes to learning how to remove my emotions and think more like an athlete when it comes to how I bodybuild, because I used to be someone that was so overly emotional and tried to optimize every little fucking detail. And when I had these like, you know, existential crises and I talked to Eric about it, he'd be like, you need to think like an athlete. What is going to get you to your end goal? Like in the best possible way. So like, okay, you're having a bad, a bad day. You slept poorly, you know, you're stressed, you're inflamed or whatever. And it's a training day. Is it a good idea to train today? And it's like, well, I want to train. It's like, but is it a good idea to train? Will it help you get to your goals quicker? No. He's like, then take a rest day. So like being able to not use him as my guide and to actually like be able to reflect as an athlete has helped me to be a better athlete. And it's also helped me to be a better coach because I'm able to remove my emotion aside and think with logic and reasoning. And that's something that has been very challenging for me because I am a pretty emotional person. But to be able to still feel an emotion without making like rational decisions based on emotion and more on logic, that has helped me to be more successful. Yeah, dude, like I definitely think like self-awareness has become like a bigger part of you too, which is, yes. you said, like you have to be aware like, from a, a viewpoint of not running on emotions and um, like allowing that to get in the way. Yeah, I think that's that's a huge, huge lesson to like, not only like learn about yourself, but then like also to like make the actions to change, to, to start implementing in your life. It's one thing to be like self-aware and it's like another thing to actually this, right? So um, that's oh, really yeah. cool. Um, so biggest lesson learned in 2023 for me, um, I would have to say is um, letting go, like um, being so perfectionism and um, hyper-focused. 
Um, and yeah, just being, it is what it is kind of moving on and like pulling myself. Like I said, like I've said, I've had like a lot of like OC tendencies, um, being type A, very rigid, very time strength. So now it's like, um, learning how to live a more like laissez-faire life within reason um, has been my biggest lesson. It has given me so much fucking peace, yep. um, which I think that's like, why am I, you know, Hashimoto healed why I've become a better coach why I've become a better person for my family and friends um because I am more open to flexibility and change when um two years ago like it was a it was a hard fucking stop like there was this is it's my way or the highway this is what I'm doing if ands or buts um and I think now it's like allowing that that flexibility a lot of my stress which is then interned in, in so many areas of my life yeah. And I think that actually like really ties into both like my thing of self-awareness because you, part of that self-awareness is letting go and understanding that you can only control so many things in your life. And that's like how you nourish your body, how you move it. And then your, your actions and attitudes, right? Like you can't control your emotions per se, but you can in, you can control how you will let allow those emotions to turn into action. So like that level of self-awareness and learning to let go is huge in stress management. And obviously it paid off for you considering you kicked Hashimoto's cootie coochie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, I swear, I fucking swear by that shit. Um, you know, I think, yeah, I think they do go hand in hand and like the biggest thing, which is probably we're going to, when it comes to setting goals at the end of this podcast is, you know, having like actions to actually do to make it better, Right. Mm -hmm. um so now that we like wrapped up 2023 with like biggest lost most memorable coaching personal and fitness memories um what would you say your goal for 2024 is like overall like personal plan goal for yourself in in 2024 it could be like your fitness related like what is what is it going to be for you in 2024 that you want to accomplish i'm going to be after five long fucking years entering into a contest prep yeah oh my god i was hoping you'd say that but i don't know if you're trying to keep it like on the dl i mean i'm gonna keep it on the dl in the sense of like those who know know but i'm not gonna be like every time i get a new striation you're not gonna see my fucking ass on instagram like i, I say that now watch this age poorly like every time i get a new shred it's like hey guys look um right <laughs> Because, like, I do want to be excited and celebrate my hard work. But honestly, I also don't want to overhype myself or get overhyped by others. Like, yeah. I just want to be fully present for this prep. The good, the bad. I'm just, I'm ready to work. I'm ready. And that's, that's literally what Eric and I were talking about the other day. He was like, he's like, are you excited? Are you nervous? And I said, no, I'm ready. That's all I said. I'm, I'm neither excited. I'm neither nervous. I am just, I'm ready because I have made so many mistakes. I have learned so many lessons and I have finally learned what it's like to be a, a bodybuilder in every way of the sense. And now I just want to represent the sport that I love on stage in the competitive aspect. So I'm ready. I'm going to do my last final growth phase with Austin and we'll probably enter into prep May or June, as long as my health and priorities and everything else falls into place. Um, but I'm ready and I'm, I'm ready. That's just, that's just it. Dude, I'm so fucking hyped for it. Like I can't, I can't wait. It's going to be so good. I can't wait to, to be there for a long way. And oh, it's been a long 
long time coming. And like, I don't know, just being on stage is so invigorating. And then like, especially after being away for, for so long, it's, and so much has changed since the last time you've been. So it's going to be really cool, especially like, not just like within the industry, but like within you and your mindset and like understanding like the body and fitness and health and prepping, which is, is going to be like, cool. You'd be like, wow, this is so different than last time, which is awesome. Cause that's how, you know, like my first prep to my second prep was just completely different. And it's so it's so cool to like live that. So like I really hope like you are true to your word on like staying completely present because it's gonna be so so rewarding. Um, which is like exciting. So I can't wait. Like, I want it to be like 2024 and then you get on stage like the Arnold Classic in March, but we all know that's not obviously realistic, but that's how excited I am. Like I want it to really happen. So it'll be like January and I'll be so you competing this weekend. Just kidding. Okay. So my overall personal plan goal for 2024, I would say, so um, I kind of been like finicky with like, um, like I said, like I this year to take a step back, not be so like hyper-focused and, you know, um, perfectionist with it, which is fine, which is what I needed. Right. Um, and that's totally okay. It's given me a lot of grace. It's given me a lot of reassurance that I know what I'm doing, that my heart is in this. So my goal for, for 2024 um, personally is just to continue to like find the healthiest often I can. Um, and I want to actually put on like, obviously a lot more muscle, um, mm-hmm. I have, um, just like d- depending on my stress levels, like coach and I have like kind of like pulled things back here and there. So like we haven't been training like as hard. We, we probably could have this year, but it was all for more, more mental health aspects and, and other things going on in my life. So I'm ready for, for 2024 to be a very healthy, sustained um, off season. We're just putting, a, you know, some more muscle mass, um, fine speaking a lot of my um, techniques and just continue to like grow and learn. And I'm like super excited for that and super excited to see how my physique is. Cause we do know, like, I still have like a lot of, of room for, for growth. Like I still need like density. I still need glutes. Um, upper and outer glutes are really lacking on me as always. Same. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think I need any more hamstrings, but we'll see when the time comes. Um, so that's like, that's like going to be my thing is this year just like really honing in and like taking everything like to the point of like how like meaningful it is. And like, this is beneficial. Um, you know, each training session with the mindset of like, this is good for me. I want to do this rather than like the pressure of, I need to do this. I need to be perfect. All these like reps have to be, you know, top notch where it's like, no, like we're still doing things that are beneficial, focusing on that and just being really, really connected. So I'm excited for that. I love it. I love it. What about a coaching goal for you in 2024? So I actually have, um, three people that are looking to get on stage next year mm-hmm. one would be a first timer and then two would be repeating competitors underneath me so i am i think for me looking to see the improved physiques from the first time we went on stage together to the second time mm-hmm. um and not just improved physiques but improved like prep mindset um coaching from my standpoint to theirs. Um, one will be local. The other one will be, um, down. Uh, so if all goes well, like that's going to be, um, my biggest goal is to improving my, my technique as a, as a coach, when it comes to competing and bringing, um, better athletes and, you know, the same athletes and better each time. So that's, mm-hmm. that's 
would be my biggest goal. What about you? I love that. So I have two confirmed athletes in prep. And so it will be my first time starting prep with an athlete at like a reasonable point. Um, one enhanced, one semi-enhanced, like the versus like androgens versus just like using like clenbuterol, which is still an enhancement, but still like being able to finally do the goddamn thing. I am stoked for like these ones at the first time or the other one, it will be our first prep together, but she will be like her, her second go around. Um, I have a really new case where she has a lot of functional issues. But once we get the functional issues, like she's a high level competitor, I just signed her and she's just such a fucking awesome human being. So I'm excited to do the functional thing with her and then help her to return to bodybuilding because she fucking misses it, which I know you can relate to. Um, I'm just excited to just. She'll just be so amazed at like once you get that functional health, like how easy it is to like. Yeah. Like I said, like this year I've been a little bit more like laissez-faire, but like my body is still responding like you know like i haven't done like a physique update on instagram but like with the minimal amount of shit i do i'm very impressed yeah Coming up that functional for your client here's and then her getting back to bodybuilding she's gonna be like, it's gonna be like a whole new experience she's gonna be like oh my god mm-hmm. like yeah. now i love it even more because it, it makes sense yeah exactly and i'm just excited to have more inquiries and help sign and work with more athletes especially competitors because i am getting more inquiries which is just amazing that people taking notice and want to work with me because they think I am just genuinely a good person and a good coach. And so that's very exciting and very rewarding. But for me, the biggest things I'm excited for is to prep athletes. But then I do have a goal of winning a class. I want to be, I want to stretch myself, but I don't want to put too much of a, like, Oh, I need to like turn a, like I we're not there. We're not the national level yet national level there yet for myself. Want to help an athlete win an overall and we'll win their class and win an overall. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but I'm very excited because the girls that will be competing under me, one is a figure girl. So it's a bigger girl. And the other one is bikini, like a more master's bikini. So I'm excited because they have really good shape and I'm just ready to, to get things started with them. Oh, I want to say, I want to win an overall too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's a good goal. Like I, I, so Amber was my second girl to win her class. My first girl via the year before. Um, so yeah, that's like really exciting to have them like win a class and go up overall. But I, I really want to feel what it's like to be a coach and have your, your client win it. All. That's yeah. really awesome. Oh, and something that I forgot to say that actually reminds me is I would like to win my class and potentially an overall when I prep. I don't know if that's too overzealous considering no. I haven't fucking got on stage, but I would like to win an overall and or my, win my class, win an overall. And if I do that, go to nationals. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to fucking see if I'm like worth shit or not. And I probably will get my ass kicked at nationals. But you know what? That's okay. That is okay because it's a learning experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never won it. Oh, I lied. I've won... Um novice overall but it's not an open overall so yeah it's really not cool but yeah i've never won in overall so that'd be like my goal next time i get on stage i've come in second so that's great um someone's always better and then at nationals yeah i would say i have time but i guess you could say i got fucking waxed i got 13th which is fine but it was yeah it was great i mean there's like 35 girls in my class or whatever, but like Jesus. get top 10. Yeah. I don't know what it is about my, there's just a lot of us, I guess. I don't know. Average. Mm-hmm. I, I should probably Google that 
like average women's height in America. But um, so yeah, those good personal goals, good coaching goals. Oh man, I'm just like pumped, pumped for like year, year two. Um, and then let's see the big um, changes to set yourself up for success for 2024. Like, do you know changes that you would make from this year to next year to set you up for success? As I far as you- changes, I'm going to say no. And let okay. me hear me out here. I have found a good routine and balance when it comes to my scheduling and how I do things for myself, for my athletes, with my marriage, and it's to continue that. So there's no changes. It's actually just consistency. And if things need to be adjusted, then so be it. And having that flexibility and adaptability. But for me right now is I have shown myself that with how I currently live my life, I grow the best. I shred fat the best. I can service my athletes the best. My marriage is great. So for me, it's taking all of these like signs and continuing on with them and carrying them into the new year. So I don't think that warrants change. I think it just warrants consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's good. Yeah. I mean, you I mean, you spent a lot of time kind of out, by the way, side note, five foot four is the, right. So it's one inch shorter than me. But, yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, if you don't have anything, then don't, right? Like, you know. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I would say for me, something that I learned a lot through therapy this year about myself that was like backing and I've been continuing to work on it is um, setting boundaries, which I've gotten a lot with, um, and communication. I am very at communication when it comes to the point of if something's bothering me or affecting me, I have a hard time bringing it into existence because I don't want like hurt anyone else's feelings. Um, I'd rather just like silence kind of thing. Um, so I think for 2024, it's like to bring my most true and authentic self, continue to verbalize like either that are not being met for myself um, through other, through myself um, and, or like when I don't understand something, um, being able to like, like be like, Hey, understanding, you know, can, can you explain a little bit or what do I need to do kind of thing? Um, so essentially, you know, for help of being able to like verbalize um, that because that's like very hard for me and it always has been. Um, so I think going into 24, like that was something or wrapping up 2023, something I learned is like, why am I hitting all these roadblocks? Like, where am I? Like, how am I suffering? Like, why am I doing stuff? Where is it? Oh, yeah, damn. It's the communication. Key. If something's bothering me. I can't speak up. Um, that's going to be 2020 for me. Um, and I'm working on it because um, sometimes when I do or practicing it at the end of this year, it comes out very blunt and rude. And I'm still trying to like tone, find my, um, verbiage, um, uh, and words accordingly to rather being like, that's fucking stupid. Like, you know, like <laughs> to, to understand like what is a meaningful way to say, say things, um, without so much frustration or, or whatever emotion I have to it. Agreed. Agreed. So now that we've kind of talked about like our, like most memorable moments and our plans for 2024, why don't we kind of give some, some tips for people who are thinking about maybe either setting new year's resolutions or kind of, you know, intentionally planning their own goals for 2024. And I think it's first and foremost important to 
understand what your goal is and why you want to do it. Like, what is the reasoning behind this goal? Because if it's not a strong why, you will fail every time. If it's just like, oh, I want to look good. Chances are that's not going to be strong enough. But it's like, oh, no, I want this for myself because I know I deserve more. I want to, you know, do this with my my health or do this with my physique. It's like making sure your why is strong enough. And then from there, you can kind of tackle on with being realistic and being specific as to what your end goal is. Right. And I know we've kind of talked a lot about like distancing our, our emotions from, from in this podcast a little bit, so to say, but um, when it comes to a goal, I think you do have to have some type of, you know, passion or love for whatever it is, because without that drive, you're not going to, to achieve it. Like, you know, you have to know, like, are you doing this? Like, what is the purpose? Like you said. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, that is, is definitely the biggest one. And then, um, which kind of falls into like, okay, so cool. So why do you want to do this goal? And like, then assessing like, is this goal realistic, right? Like it's something that's achievable. Can I do this? Like, you're like, my goal is to fly a plane by day. Like, is that realistic? Have you taken any flight classes? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know that's like kind of far out of left field, but sometimes some of the are very unrealistic, right? Uh, we do have to kind of bring ourselves down to earth. It's good to achieve those, and maybe that's a long-term goal. Um, so, you know, like maybe your goal, like, is like, okay, cool. Like in a few years, I want to do that, but like, can't just expect to, to have it all done overnight. So, I think being realistic and that falls in the class of like being specific with your goal um, as to like what what it is. So, like, just relate it back to fit. So, like realistic okay i want to age right i want to compete in bodybuilding okay cool. ask yourself why why do you want to do that? write mm-hmm. that down and then you know be specific okay you want to compete in bodybuilding but like what do you do in bodybuilding oh i want to compete in bikini uh natural show um you know and and go from there and kind of dictate like that's what i want to do um and like write that down i think that's huge when you write your goals down i think it's so powerful Mm-hmm. I like to view it as like a, a sequence of events. So you have your overarching goal, but what are the many goals that you need to do to make your big overarching goal a reality, which is why writing them down is so specific. So you want to do a bodybuilding show in 2024. Okay. Are you tracking your food? Are you training consistently? Are mm-hmm. you working with a coach? Like are, are your daily actions intentional to get you to your overarching goal? If not, you don't have a goal, you have a pipe dream and that needs to change. So making sure that you list actions down to achieve your overarching goal and having like a, a timeline or a deadline to, to generate urgency, which is going to be fueled through passion is really important. And then also be realistic enough to like try to foresee potential issues or possible obstacles that could either like, you know, either hinder you or possibly like, you know, help you to accidentally derail or whatever. So that way you can come up with a game plan to work through them or potentially even avoid them no matter what, you know, said, you know, derailment is. Right. So like when it comes, like when I think of things, it's like, okay, so you're setting a goal, say you have like a fitness goal and okay, so what are some like normal obstacles? Oh, okay. Well, every summer I go to like my parents' boathouse and all I do is drink vodka six days a week every day for the whole month of July. Okay. Well, that's going to be a 
possible op- like obstacle when it comes to your physique goal. So mm-hmm. plan ahead. Like, what are you going to do? You can still go there, but like li- limit it, you know, have a different plan. You have months, you know, this is January. So you have months to be like, okay, this is a constant obstacle. This is I usually fall off, you know, that middle of summer. Um, like, what am I going to do now in order to, to overcome this? And I think of that plan. Um, that's like usually what to mind because we're, we're creatures of habit. So, I mean, we see it all the time. Like as a coach, like I have, um, some people now are like, Oh man, like towards the holidays, I always fall off, you know? Okay. Well, cool. Like what are you doing to, to, to get through this, you know, and, and things like that. I think like, obviously assessing those possible outcomes, like doing this ahead of time is so important. And that's why we're bringing in this podcast for you guys because when you set your goals want to make sure you list all of them out like ash said like it is kind of a sequence of events and to have all of the parts and pieces just makes it so much easier for you to become so successful at achieving these things and then having that sense of like pride and joy and feel good when you do hit those goals and that would probably be like the last thing i do say is when you set these goals and then you hit them, celebrate yourself mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean like out and have a fucking party but like recognize like wow like I did that I set out to do that like there are so many ways to celebrate yourself like you know even honestly like bragging to a friend like that always feels good like hey I did this goal for myself and your friends are going to support you you know um or maybe it's like buying off like a new outfit or something that you wanted or maybe that it's like wow I met this goal like for me meeting that means like I can save you know two hundred dollars for maybe you want to hire a coach then or something, you know, like that's what that means and things like that. So I really think like also too along this process is like constant having that like evaluation of like, wow, did I meet this goal? Yeah. Did I, or even like, wow, I checked that, that action off to get me closer to my goal. And that's what really creates success. So I hope that makes sense guys, because we do really want you guys to be, you know, goal oriented as well as like being super successful, bring in the new year um, and throughout the, the whole entire year, 2024. Absolutely. And if I could impart any wisdom, it is to just be ruthless and re- uh, re- relentless. Yes. Yeah. Relentless when it comes to the goal that you have, like Ashley, you have to be passionate about it because that's going to drive you like people oh. shit on motivation and stuff like that. Motivation. Again, I think it's a, a tool in the toolbox to like get things started. Like you're very motivated in the new year, but make sure that the habits that you're instilling upon yourself helps you to develop discipline. Right. Because again, it's been five years since I've competed. I have learned a lot. I've made a lot of mistakes, but at the same time, I've grown both mentally and physically. And so at the end of it, no matter if I get first place or last place, I will have known that I did the bodybuilding thing. I followed through on the promises and commitments I made to myself, the ultimate act of self-love and self-respect I gave myself because of what I did and my follow through. Yeah, no, like that's such a good point. Like, you have to believe in yourself like so fucking hard, even on the days that you don't like you saying that, like, this reminds me of like, I can't even remember how many times I'm like, I'm going to reverse Hashimoto's. Like, do you know the probability of doing that is really fucking low? Like, it's not, it's like, I'm just like, I, I kind of say it as a joke, but then sometimes I'm just like, I'm going to fucking do this. I'm going to be a fucking pioneer and I'm going to, I know I can do this. I believe in myself, whatever it takes, you know, went through that whole gut health phase, went through a lot of medication changes, went through a lot of days where I wanted to say, fuck this. And then truth be told, look what happened. Right. Um, you know, I, I ended up putting it in like, I don't know, reverse. Cause it can always come back obviously. Right. Like they're going to fluctuate, but nonetheless, it's like, you have to have that relentless and like discipline has to take over. But like the biggest thing is you have to believe in yourself and in that goal that you set 
to, in order to, yeah, I can do this over and over. And even if you have to wake up every day and just be like, I can do this, I can do this. And that's all you have to say to yourself, fucking say it, scream it from the rooftop. Exactly. And don't be afraid to ask for help too. Like if you have a really powerful goal, make sure you have the right support system of friends, family, and even like a coach to help guide you on your path because there's no shame in asking for help. I mean, I would say that's part of like listing the actions you need to achieve your goal. Like if your goal is to fucking compete, like an action is going to be hiring a coach, right? Mm -hmm. um, in, in order to get you to, to that goal. Like I definitely think like, yeah, asking for help is, is a big one too. Like mm -hmm. that's where, where success comes from and where we come into play. So that I think essentially wraps up this, this podcast with, you know, wrapping up our 2023 with a cute little bow and then you know opening up 2024 with excitement which we do have one more little announcement to make um so this is going to be released a few days before christmas and then ash and i are going to take a little bit of time off nothing too extreme um in order to just like spend the the end of the year the beginning of the new year with like our family and loved ones and kind of just have a little bit of grace and peace for ourselves and then we will be back so don't worry um if you guys have any you know recommendations that you want to hear or any questions for us you know find us on instagram um as well as um you know through other social media avenues but thank you guys so much for making this year believe it yeah i've officially been on here for a year by the way um Yay. i came on last number yeah um it's like my first time as a guest yeah um, so yeah it's been it's been a really awesome year like being able to do this podcast with you guys resources information um and you know just hopefully a lot of like hope in order for you guys to pursue you know getting to to age and and pursuing you know everything you want absolutely absolutely well guys we want to wish you a very merry christmas happy holidays and a happy new year thanks so much for your love and support peace adios